well, be 56 this year and uh, trying to learn all these new apps and technology. <laughs> oh, it's going to be the time, isn't it, now? Oh, mate, I'm, I love technology. Always have and always will. I love that kind of stuff. And so, yeah, and it's but, awesome, to, yeah, awesome to get you on and be able to work it out. I had a little bit of trouble there, but it's, um, it's good to get you finally on. Thanks, Carl. I appreciate that. All as, right. Just in these testing times. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's exactly why I wanted to get you on here because obviously with everything going on, there's been um, uh, frustration from your end, frustration from sort of everyone's end and sadness and just emotion in general um, to the competitive community. So I wanted to get you on here so we can sort of have your voice and uh, give everybody a little bit of direction of what we can mm-hmm. do now, what we can't do. And yeah, I'm really excited to get your thoughts on everything. So right now, the, the first question I want to ask you is, yeah. how are you guys? How are you, Tony? Look, I'm doing all right. I mean, obviously, you know, um, deep inside, I mean, you know, because I, I live for the shows. I just love it. You know, it's, um, yeah, it, it's been, look, it's been tough. I, I'm lucky that I've, you know, Patricia and I both got a, you know, we've got a very loving family and we support each other and, you know, we enjoy each other's company and that. Um, and there's always the little test, tests, you know, when you're uh, together all the time. But, you know, majority of the time it's just amazing, you know. Um, we just support each other and we just try and keep positive as much as we can. I'm lucky my kids can still continue working. Um, but for Patricia and I, it's been really, really tough, you know. Uh, you know, I love when they put dollar signs for federations and that, but, you know, Patricia and I, this is our full-time job. So we haven't had any money come in since, well, we had October, the last show, and then, you know, we had the the Rookie Show, which is one of our smaller shows. But, you know, if September and October don't happen, well, we don't have any money coming in at all. So, you know, so when they put dollar signs in, tell them to come and step in our shoes and that, but, you know. But anyway, that's that's a yeah. bit of a negative, but uh, which I hate being negative but um you know that's the reality and um but other than that look like i said you know got great support we support each other really well so that for us that's been great i've been able to train because we've got a little setup at home and um so that keeps me keeps me sane as well but it just kills me inside that you know because we just love seeing you know the smiles and and seeing everyone on the day um, and as you know, you're a big part of that and it's just a great day that everyone just has fun, you know, I, not about the results, but just, just being together is just, wow. Yeah. And that's what I really miss, miss a bad. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one of the biggest parts of the competing aspect is having look is looking forward to that day. You know, it's it's not just the day itself, but it's that months and mm. months leading up to it, and you know, all that excitement. So, yeah, I think it's really sad um, everything that's happened. And it don't don't worry too much about being negative because you're right. It's 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 real and it's the reality of everything. And you know, we want to find. I hope what this as well. We I want to talk about to you a little mm. bit later on is actually the future and what sort of innovations can natural bodybuilding australia look at um as a whole to keep this going forward and to keep people on the keep people on track with everything mm. because if you don't um we don't want this to go silent you know bodybuilding is a part of most people's lives and competing is something we look for and we enjoy you know at least once a year or even if it's even if you don't compete for a few years it's always on the back of your mind and yeah it almost feels like it's it's gone so yeah, no, it's, correct. it's kind of a weird time. Correct. And you know what? I've always said one thing, we don't get recognition as bodybuilders. And yet you watch every sport. What do they do at preseason? And even during the season, they train. And what, who taught them all those, all those exercises? Bodybuilders. Yeah, so, that's where a lot of it sort of stems from, and it does. you know a lot of the ideal ideologies. That's where that's where it sort of builds. And yep. you know, usually it's those people that are in the physique sports because it all is all based on the exercise My word. they're yeah they're they're always looking for new ways and you know more the innovative side of it yeah look i think that we get out of all this thing that's happening at the moment, i think we're going to get and i've seen some beautiful stories as well and uh, some kindness and you know um some great gestures from people um in the community so i think out of this, we we got to look at some great things that are happening, and you know the closeness of people and families, um, and ideas that are coming out. And I think obviously the world's going to change in, in a big way, 
but I think there's going to be some really good things come out of this. Um, and I really see the, the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, and I think we're going to become, well, this is, my, this is my opinion, I think we're going to become better people because of it and appreciate things in life um, that we probably didn't appreciate before. So, you know, you've got to look at those kind of things that sometimes things happen for a reason and there's always a, a thing at the end of it what that reason was and I, I just, that's my belief, yeah? Um, Absolutely. Australia's, Australia uh, in itself has been super blessed as far as, you know, not having any of these sort of disasters for a very long time. So yes. this, is, this is just basically going to shift that uh, priorities in people's lives and it's going to make them look at it a little bit differently whether anything changes or not but it changes the way you think and I think that's exciting for people you know regardless where there's always going to be ups and downs and good times and bad times but changing changing your perspective changing your priorities and looking at life through a different lens is always a good thing 100 percent, it truly is a you know and it's the same thing as what I always say at the workshops and even at the shows I say Take every opportunity in life because you don't know what tomorrow brings. Um, and, yeah. you know, to me, I think, and this is going back to our sport, is that I think it's going to, be, it's going to come bigger, bigger and better when we do come through with it. I think always when there's, you know, I went through the recession and other things that happened in, in the world, and I always found that people always look for uh, an avenue to get away from say reality or what's happening in the world, go to the gym and you're in that world now. And it's a, and it's a good world. We always have even fun at the gyms and, you know, you're meeting people and talking to people and, but just training and having that clear mind and not thinking about what's happening outside. And I think people, more people are going to get into training and fitness. And I think our sport's going to get bigger from that. Yeah. The gym, the gym is a safe place for a lot of people. You know, I talk about this a lot. I don't know whether a lot of people are missing exercise or if they're actually missing a place to go every day where they can take a bit of time out for themselves and prioritize their health and their well-being. Um, taking that away from someone and only having a space where you used to use for purely relaxation and recreation, now having to be a place of workout and exertion, I, I think that's a very hard thing and not only that side of things but there's like you said there's going to be a lot of people that maybe didn't take health um as seriously or their bodies as seriously Mm. and this reduction in exercise in naturally through not moving as much and being at home more is going to force them to care about it a little bit more and that's where we're going to get a lot of opening up in the sport my word and you know if you look at most of the people that have passed away have had you know some some kind of complication beforehand and um, you know, something that we've always been proud of and, you know, obviously pushing the, the natural side of it, um, stay natural and also uh, train and be healthy because um, it can get you through these kind of situations uh, that we have we never see again. But um, And you see all our fitness people where, you know, we support each other and we and, – and we've I – can't, I can't say that we're – you know, it, it won't affect us but – uh, it's le- less likely to affect uh, yeah because people. it ab- absolutely and this is this is something that um, we were going to touch on which is uh, but whether regardless of what people think bodybuilding is actually quite a healthy sport you know people mm. always talk about the the peak weeks and you know <laughs> some of the crazy things that, some of the crazy things that you do in the later later stages but for 90 percent of the year you're in a very good spot mm. um, nutritionally healthy um, emotionally because you're so driven and you have so many goals yes um, you're in a very good spot so it's it's definitely something that people should consider my word um look um I probably want to start talking about what we want to do and and um, and what we what we well the things that we think we're going to be able to do for the for the for our shows and that. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, what? Yeah. What are you guys thinking? Innovation. Yeah. Look, I think we don't have like predominantly. It's always been September that our shows are on in October, but for us, um, it doesn't have to be. If we need to move it to you know October. November or December, you know, I'm happy to do that. Um, obviously, availability of the venue um, plays a big part of that. But if we can move it and and still be able to put some shows on, what I'm worried about is the limitation of, of um, numbers that, are, that the government will allow us to have 
which then dictates yeah. a lot then because that can throw a big spanner in the in the works um that is definitely um that is definitely a factor because given our last few shows of the icn they have been just getting bigger and bigger and yeah bigger. look they have and uh you know we're very blessed like that and i think part of our success is that we listen to competitors and coaches um on what you know, as obviously constructive criticism uh, of what, how, and how we can get better and what we need to change. And, um, you know, one of the things that I think that's, we've really listened to and, and I thought about for a long time. And, you know, one thing we do at the ICN is we, we have a, a meeting with all the presidents and then we make a decision rather than me, the Australian president, just say, well, no, nah, this is how it's going to be. I, I don't believe in that. I've always been fair in that. And I listen to all my presidents. And, you know, with the new rulings, the, you know, the novice and the, and the rookie, <clears throat> rookie changes or the rookie, new rookie name, I should say, which is different to the rookie of the year. So that's where people might get a bit mistaken. So did you want me to uh, talk a little bit about yeah, that? Yeah, please go into that a little bit because I'm not even too <laughs> sure about that. <laughs> well, there you are. <clears throat> and it's always hard to try and get it out to everyone um, to what, what the new rulings are and all that. But, you know, look, okay, so we, we thought about a lot of things and we thought, okay, a lot of competitors will compete for the first time and do a show. Some can be very successful. We've seen some first-timers that um, clean up the whole show. And then there's competitors that might have not done so well. And then they, they might take a, a break and come back in a few years and go and want to compete. And then our ruling forced them to go to, into the open. Well, they didn't even probably place in, the, um, in their first show, let alone to force them to now go into open and that's all they can really do. So we mm. thought, well, that's not been really fair on them. So we need to change these definitions and um, critique about the, the division. So we came up with two new rules and one is a rookie like I said, not Rookie of the Year because that's a specific show and that's we're always going to protect that. So in that show, it's Rookie of the Year, which means you've not competed in more than five shows. But for your general and every other show in the world, <clears throat> Rookie is your first year of competing in that specific division. So meaning uh, Season A right. and B. But if you compete in Season B, you've got all the way to Season A. The following year. Okay, yeah. that so it's makes A and sense. B or B and A. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you, yeah. So you can do two consecutive seasons well, essentially. In a way, if you do in uh, September, so you did September, you can go all the way to to July next year, the following year. But if you competed yes. uh, from January first, you can compete right till December thirty first, that whole year. Right. And was this taken to effect um, as it of was, this year yeah. just went well, in 2019? The first to, to actually have that. So, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Is that, did you understand that one? Yeah, that makes, that makes sense. So now, obvious, so now obviously it's going to sort of group the people because you're right, you know, one show isn't always no. enough for people to, I guess, feel like they're, they're competent in the sport. And it's a big learning experience that first time. You I go really through do. so much and, you know, it, it's almost like that That first time is almost like a tester. And then when you go up on stage the second time, because I've personally competed uh, yep. on two separate occasions. And, yeah, that second time you jump on, now you're like, okay, now I understand yeah. the basics and the basis of it. And now I'm going to try and optimize everything. And if anything, you run into more mistakes. I personally did yep. because, you know, you think you sort of know a little bit more. You think you're a little bit more um, competent. And then, yeah, you just sort of get a lot of spanners well, right, in the works. You know, that's the other reason why I, we opened it up, that you can do more than one um, one division on the day. Because, as you know, Carl, the first division, you're very nervous, you're you're making maybe some mistakes. You're not posing as as well, and then you come into the next division, and you've got out of those nerves and that, and you become more confident and you start posing better. And we've even seen decisions get changed because in your first division they go, oh, okay, Carl looks alright, but he's yeah, he's not posing very well. Come in the next division, all of a sudden they go, wow, look at Carl now, and it can change and alter the decisions because they've now seen, and we've always said it. Uh, you can have the best body, but if you don't present it well on stage, that's all the judges can go by. 
Absolutely. You know, it's it's all bodybuilding is a complete illusion. You know, it's not about it's not about your weight on the scale. It's not about anything else. It's about how good can you make your body look in that one particular moment in that ten minute block of time. Um, That's all that matters. No matter happens before or after, that's what we're looking at. And yeah, that has that has to be really. Uh, put across to a it lot does, of the and that's why we say pose, pose, pose. No different. Like I coach football, and I say it's like training. You got to do the training and get mm-hmm. the skill mindset. Even the elite of the world in in every sport, they still train. They still do the basics and that. And our basics is posing. Yes, you do all your training and all that, and get all the shape and 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 that, but. You've got to be able to present it on stage. And also, if you do have any flaws, to try and hide it while you're posing as well. That's a little, you know, little tricks that you, you need to learn as well. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's fundamental. Yeah. And, and that's, that's why we opened it up to doing more than one division. And the other thing is, you know, if people say, oh, I've seen the same competitor three, four, five times. But you're not understanding. The, your friends and family of that person don't care how many times you come up on stage. They want to see you and they don't want to come to a show yeah. and, and watch you for 10 minutes and, and it's all over. You, you got it. No sport Absolutely. lasts 10 and minutes and other than a 100-metre sprinter that <laughs> finishes in 10 seconds, yeah, but it's all the build-up and all that. But, you know, what we're trying to say is that people that come to watch Carl don't care how many times Carl's on stage. They look forward to it every time. Yeah, you know, it's it's a big experience for the it whole is. family. You know, everyone comes in, they, they support you and cheer you on, and then you go out to lunch afterwards. Me and my cousin competed oh, wow. together last year, which was really, yeah, so we were on stage together for the Opens Bodybuilding for the Victorian State um, yeah, yeah. Championships last year in September. Um, so we did that together, which was really awesome. We prepped together. We Fantastic. had all our family there. Um, so it was a really, yeah, it was a really big day for us and, um, it's going to be, it's going to be missed quite Definitely. a bit. Well, so sorry, sorry, Carl, now, um, yeah, sorry. I, I meant to explain one, the other rule change, which was the novice, which is the yes. most important one. Um, I feel. Okay. So what I was, like I was saying earlier, so Carl compete, competed September yourself. Now you don't compete for a couple of years. You, like I said, we'll, we're forcing you to do open when you came back. And I'm, I know you did well, but if you didn't do well, you'd go, oh, geez, I didn't even place in, in first time, let alone I'm going to go into the open. So what we did, we listened and we thought, let's change novice. So novice now is you can be novice practically forever until you've won a novice or an open division. So you, if you've come second, third, fourth, okay. you can still continue to be a novice. But as soon as you win... Right. So you actually have to win a novice for you to move yes. on to so intermediate. novice or an open. Even high classes, as you know, ICM, we have so many big divisions that we, we make it very fair, and I split all the divisions up into high classes. So even if you won a novice high class or an open high class, you now will be forced to go into an open division. You can't do novice anymore. Uh, see, I, I, yeah, I like that to be honest because um, you know, obviously, everybody's body takes on varying times to grow and to develop to that stage. So, you know, putting one person up, you know, after one year of training because they competed because they were forced to and they already did, yeah, because they competed yeah. and thought it might be a good idea. I know for I know for me personally, jumping on stage at the state show versus yes. the rookie first timers that I did the first time, uh, completely <laughs> is, different different playing ground, um, completely different physique. So you know, it opens up your eyes, and that's that's very good for me to know that you know, going in next time, My there's going to be a little and, bit of leeway that's there. The whole point behind it, and and again, it's about listening to our competitors. Also, something that I felt just wasn't right either. Um, and, uh, you know, because I've competed myself. So I, I actually did that before I became president. Before Wayne appointed me as president, I said, I, wanted, I want to compete. I want to know what Carl's yeah, gone back in, Yeah, back in 2001, correct? Um, I wanted to know what it feels like. I wanted to know what the, how hard the training is, the diets, um, uh, the stage. You, do, you oh, learn a lot about yourself, don't you? Actually, my friend said, Never ever again are you competing. I go why? Because they go you were you, you were like uh, uh, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. 
you know, when I was, because remember, I did the old school <laughs> uh, prepping and, um, and dieting. So it was very little carbs at all. And uh, I was sort of like very snappy. And that's totally the opposite to how, how I am in real life. And they said, you ever do that? We're going to kill you before you even do it. <laughs> so it's, it's always funny, you know. <laughs> yeah. I'll just let other My people son, do it. Carl, you know, he, um, as you know, he was is a powerlifter and, and yeah, incredible look, athlete because he's my son but yeah look i'm just in awe of him and what he has achieved and what he does and you know going from that friday friday doing powerlifting breaking a world record then on the sunday on our stage as a physique competitor was just unheard of and just incredible but just watching him diet and you know eating ice cream and i go oh have you stopped son aren't you going to compete? And he goes, yeah, dad, why? And I go, you're eating ice cream. He goes, oh, dad, you're from old school, man. And I go, wow. <laughs> and then to see him, how he turned out, I go, unbelievably, obviously macros and all this, you know, we didn't have all that, you know. So it's, it's, it's interesting to see the difference. It's definitely, yeah. And it's definitely it come is. a long way when it I comes to dieting. I see it all the time and I go, wow. And and I think it's fantastic. I, um, I wish we had had that Back then, I think we would have had a lot more competitors um, doing it. It was just too tough back then. But, you know, it's it's like everything everything evolves um, and gets better. Well, yeah, yes. that's exactly what I want to talk to you about next as far as evolving goes because now when it comes to competitions, obviously this is how it is now, a very mm. long-term change. Things are going to be different going forward. So are you in talks with the other presidents now as far as innovating onto some sort of online component? Um, is there anything that you're going to be able to deliver to competitors um, to not be honest, in person? I, I, me personally, I don't think and I don't know. Again, this is my opinion. I don't like online um, competition or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be too tough and too hard to one to judge. And well, how do you go from one screen to another screen, uh, watching different competitors and then coming out with a result? Is that really going to get people excited? I, I, I don't know. I really haven't really thought about it too much because I, I think we're going to get through this and we're going to actually have back on stage uh, shows. So that's my number one priority is to try and get that back on board and you know really um because that's that's what gets me pumped up and really excited is you know patricia and i have always been people piece, people people and we love to see that online <clears throat> it's going to be great to see them but it's still not that that um uh, i'm trying to think of the right word yeah can you does it make sense what yeah. i'm saying you're not going to get that. It makes perfect sense. You no. know, you're not going to get that same emotion on the day. No. You're not going to get that same feeling. You know, I think, I think one of the things that ICN Victoria especially prides himself on is being oh, a ICN 100%. family, um, you know, and it's, yeah, creating an online component to that can be near impossible to, especially in the same magnitudes that you do it in person where everyone's there and you have the prizes yeah. and it's all visual. You know, the nice. trainer awards. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, where it's getting... <clears throat> That, yeah, you can't, and, you can't, you can't replicate we, that. You know, we're very proud and, you know, um, and, you know, we're, obviously people are going to copy what we do as well. Um, but, you know, the trainer award and what a big thrill to, for the trainer. And if you haven't got a trainer, your loved one to come up on stage or your friend to come up on stage and, and get that award or just stand up on stage when you, when you win, you just can't replicate that anywhere in the world. And the same is with, live you just can't you really can't and i'm just going to find it really tough to to go to that but saying that it's like we're giving up on on live sta- uh, live stage shows I, I there's no way we are going to get through this it's i always say it's like when you're first in yourself or um you say you have a knee reconstruction you you don't see the light at the at that stage you're going to go oh this is going to take forever I'm never going to get back there on board you know i, I look at um, two. I'm a Hawthorne supporter, but I see two of my players that had two and three knee reconstructions, and now they're playing again. Do you think they saw a light when it all happened? They didn't, but they, I'm telling you now, Carl. Yeah. I, I see it, and I, I and I said it earlier that we're going to get bigger and better because more people are going to get into it, and each and every person that goes on stage always will um, inspire others. 
Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, every time, and I think obviously a lot of coaches um, get into the bodybuilding scene as well, and that's usually one of their stepping stones, and they do it, and they realize they love Correct. it, and then they want to help others Correct, get Carl, there. So, you know. Are you inspired, Carl? Yeah, you so it's just slowly, it's a big building. By being on stage? Oh, to be honest, Tony. Uh, yeah, a lot of people. I'm, I'm, I'm one of my. I'm at my busiest when I'm in prep mode because it's exciting and people are curious and you know people. It's not very often throughout the year where you see someone change so dramatically in what seems like a short amount of time. Obviously, it's a long amount of time for the competitor themselves, but when you're just seeing snippet photos week to week and you see all these crazy changes, 100%. everyone's like, "Wow!" Like you know, what are they doing? How are they doing? Don't even train. If you were, I guarantee you, you're in shape and you wear a tank top and you go to a shopping center, there will be even guys. I, I, I do it. I, I go, wow, man, he looks fantastic. Yeah. It's admire and it, and it, it can even change a mindset. And I always say, even at our workshop, I always say it every person that goes on stage will inspire someone. It's not necessarily the, the top five. It can be someone that didn't even place because I look at that person and go, that's the body I'd like to look like. Or, you know, he's got that. And, and, yeah, and that's why I always say, don't ever show bad sportsmanship on stage because that person you just inspired two minutes ago has just got turned off because you've gone, oh, they're not a nice person. Look at them. <clears throat> you know what I mean? So that's really important. Um, yeah. And more importantly than even that, um, sometimes inspiring your own family and friends that come and watch you, you know, they, they know that you're sort of into training and exercising, yeah. but they haven't really seen the full extent of it. They see you jump up on stage and they see the final product of everything you've been talking about and working for. And then that's when they can turn around and be like, wow, okay, there's something to this. This actually does change bodies and change lives. Yeah, my word. Let's and, see what and, it's all about. Another good point, um, Carl, is that, going back to the dinosaur days, I call it, is when I became president, I said, we need to evolve and we need to change this because this sport is starting to get a bit boring because there was one posing, posing routine after another. So if there was back then, you'd only have like 20, 30 competitors, but even watching 30 posing routines got a bit, you know, for the crowd, you sort of go, oh, another one. It was, it was different when they, they used a bit of imagination and they added a bit of props and, and made it exciting. But everyone was just doing posing routines or posing just to different music. And it became a bit sort of a, for the audiences like, oh, yeah. another one, another one, another one. So then, you know, we, we stopped the posing routines. Obviously, one was because also we were getting bigger and bigger, bigger numbers each, each show. And it was just delaying and making the show just go too long. And as an audience, it's like going to watch a movie. It only can be so long because after that you start to twitch and turn and look for an excuse to go to the toilet, you know what I mean? Um, so we needed to change as well. And I think that we, we definitely have come that a long way. And I'm sure your family and friends that had never seen a bodybuilding show came to the show and gone, wow, this is different to what I expected. Yeah, a hundred percent. And it flows nicely. Um, especially when granted the, just the <laughs> sheer amazing, amount of competitors that run through ICN these days. Um, yeah, it would, it would just, it would rule an entire yeah. week, you know, people wouldn't be going home. So it's just not necessarily, uh, no. yeah, plausible no, at this time to make that thing. happen. Sorry, um, Carl, you know, I've, online, what are we limited to? So if we, if we, you know, you know, we get, as you know, six, seven, eight hundred, what are we going to do then? There's no way we can do that online. Not only that, then mm -hmm. we say, okay, we have a limit. But the problem is, how do I say, sorry, Carl, you can't, I've already cut the limit, so you can't do it. But I've been prepping, Tony, you know, what, what, that's what, yeah. I see there's a lot of things that could go wrong and, and yeah. maybe create um, problems that, unnecessary problems for us, um, limiting. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And yeah, yeah. Look, this is coming more from a coach's perspective that is usually working with people that are, yep. I guess, have been thinking about prepping for quite a while or it was on their minds or maybe they were, yeah, in the middle of prep of a show that did get cancelled, um, let alone 2021 oh, look, and beyond. Carl, so 20, 20, what 20, I'm... 2020, not 21. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. That's yeah. that's what I like. To, that is what I like to hear. And this yeah. is something that was sort of going through my head as well, which is it would be kind of cool to have a um, even a show where the date isn't announced because what I'm what I'm seeing now is is a lot of I'm having these phone calls with people and people are just feeling a little bit demotivated because obviously if if you don't have a date, you know, or you don't have an end goal, it's very hard to get yeah. motivated no, no to do doubt. some of this I mean, stuff so you know even having a you're a personal trainer and you know for you online i think it's a fantastic idea um and you get that even look you know uh, even facetiming yeah i've been ringing my friends and you know this is a good time to catch up with friends that you normally during our busy time that you know let's catch up for a coffee and never do and i, I changed that uh, only a few months ago i started ringing and i said no we are getting together not let's do it later um and you FaceTiming your clients or making videos, I think it's amazing. For you guys, that's a, a great tool and to keep your, your clients motivated. But you can still do one-on-one uh, at the moment, which I thought the, I thought the government – look, I think the government's yes. done an, an amazing job. It doesn't matter what party you, you support ever. I think, you know, there is, no, there is no book that they can go and, oh, hang on, let's have a look for a virus. What do we do, yeah? They've um, – they've, You've done whatever they thought was yeah. right. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. And yeah, granted, I'm, yeah, it's very, very pleased with how it's going. And I'm just hoping that I'm more in the yeah. sense of I just want people just to follow what, you know, the orders that's being given out. So, you know, this can all get back to yeah. um, some sort of normality soon. So, you know, I'm, know you I'm very excited for the 2020. You know, I've got to say it, not because you're on the phone, because as people know me, I'm very honest and I just won't say it if, if you weren't a nice person or a, nice, a good coach. Huh? Um, I, I think you've done an amazing job. Your, your clients are, um, are very lucky. And, uh, you know, we've got some amazing coaches in the ICN. And like you said, you know, a family, we all get along. Um, people are surprised when they go backstage and everyone, you know, even someone that's just about to go on stage with you and goes, well, man, you look good. And they're like, what? People are complimenting, yeah? And that's the environment and that's the love that we have at ICN. And, <laughs> and you said it earlier about family and, you know, I don't use that word loosely because it is a family, especially to Patricia and I, you guys, and, you know, we genuinely love every competitor. Um, and, you know, we always, you know, we'd love everyone to be successful and, and, and win or place, but that's a sport, so we can't change that. And um, Yeah, let's... Yeah, and that's a sport. And I don't think I don't think anyone goes in there. Or I hope people don't go in there just you purely do. for a win. You know, and you have you know to have what? a love for the you competition. You got to be the person you look in the mirror. Yeah. That person is the one you should be competing against and mm-hmm. and beating that person and the next one. You know, and you know our judges are. You know, look, I tell you one thing. Um, sorry, and I go a bit off subject and a bit everywhere. I love I love talking. You know, when you love something, you just can talk about it forever. So I hope I'm not making this too boring for you guys or whatever. But Go ahead, my yeah, man. You know, one thing. I, no, I, I love I really this. I love myself this. And that I, you know, my head judge Andrew, who's a very, is a very dear friend of mine. He's a personal friend of mine. We we sp- may have many meetings about judging that. We've made it very tough to become a judge. You know, it's a minimum of twelve months, and even then, that's not guaranteed that you will become a judge. So they got to be. They got to sit down and do critiquing first. By that, we learn what they what they what they're seeing. We look at that. We um, Andrew will go through it after every show and, and you know have a look at it and, and see. Okay, well, why what'd you write that for and that? You know, just have a bit of talk to them anyway, get a bit of understanding, and then they also understand what he's looking for as well. So they do that for a minimum of twelve months, just critiquing at every show. Once they've done that and they become a qualified critique judge. Then you go into the placing. So then you do um, not an official placing, but you start doing some placings at the shows. Then he also looks at your um, your placings, and he, sometimes it could be you know second or third could be the other way around. It doesn't mean that they were wrong. He just also likes to talk to them about why they did it that way. Um, and then once they've done that and they're successful at that, then they become an ICN judge. So we don't just ring up Carl. Can you judge for us this weekend? That is uh, that is one of the most dis- disrespected and <laughs> and um, wrong things that you can do for competitors that have spent so much time preparing 
on stage getting someone just because they're a world champion or Australian champion or Victorian champion or a coach to just judge. And I see that so often and I go, how can you do that? That is so, yeah. so wrong. You need people that know what they're doing. You can't just get an AFL, meet, uh, someone that's coached or played football to go and, and umpire AFL football. Just not right. <laughs> no, absolutely not. And you know what? Like it's, it's, it falls on, it falls on both in my, in my personal opinion, I think it falls a little bit on the competitors and the judges in the sense that, yeah. you know, the judges need to be consistent, which, which I've seen with ICN, you know, has been very consistent as far as yes. the um, placings and the kind of body that they're looking for. You know, I think what we, what needs to be understood when it comes to bodybuilding is yep. yes, there is a specific look that we're looking for, you know, um, especially judges in general that you couldn't judge a show if you didn't have an ideal body and then seeing what is, Correct. I guess, Yep. closest to that on the stage that you're looking at but yeah but one of the things that you know isn't spoken about as much is it's up to the competitor yeah, to decide very good, very good what stuff. body they actually want it's up to them to look at you know it's up mm. to them to look at the people that are winning the shows of bodybuilding and men's classic mm. and physique and say okay the winner of that show is that a body that i'm looking for is that a body that i can actually achieve and then that should sort of be yeah. a bit of your your driving force in a sense, you know, because if you're looking to compete in that, uh, in that division, you yeah, want to be would, looking man. like who is, or who is winning at that current you brought stage. Up a good point. Critique. You know, I've always getting, um, okay, what's critique for, you know, let's say bikini model or, um, men's physique. I can write a thousand different ones and keep changing it every week because the problem we've got is it's not mm-hmm. set competitors. So it's not like a, Exactly. We don't have 18 no, teams. It's only who rocks up on the day. They're the 18 teams that are going to be playing every, every week. Every show, it's a possibility that every single person is, is new or different to that. So when, the, when someone says, oh, but that girl that won the sports model, she doesn't, she doesn't fit the sports model critique. But none of the girls did. We, what are we going to do? Say, sorry, girls, none of you fit the critique mm. for the sports model. So we can't place any of you. You just can't do it. So what the judges will then go is who's the yeah. closest to it. So, you know, people, and that's something that yes. people got to understand. It's not a normal sport. It's a different sport and it's subjective. <clears throat> Carl, you and I will go to a, a show and I'll go, I love no, yeah. number 15. I reckon they should win. You go, nah, 17. And Patricia will go, nah, guys, you guys have got it all wrong. It's number 12 that's won. Again, that's the same thing. We, the judges will follow a critique to a point, but everyone's still got an opinion yeah. as well and what they like. Um, so they'll get as close as they can to the critique. But again, critique could be just thrown out the door because no one fits that critique or only one or two fits it. And what do you do for the rest? You know what I mean? It's not a normal sport where, it, you know, it's that easy. And, yeah. and again, everyone has an opinion. And it's no different. Look, sorry to go, keep going back to football something I love, yeah, um, go to a game and, oh, the umpire had it, you know, it's a push in the back <laughs> and then the other umpire doesn't pay it, you know, or doesn't see it, you know. And, yeah, it just, that's just sport, isn't it? And people just got to stop. Yeah, and you said it perfectly before. Oh, you said the they game, need to man. just go there and compete and be the best that they can. <clears throat> Yeah, you know, it's really about, in my opinion, you you, you will not be a good competitor if you don't love the process. And, you know, that's something yep. that I struggled with on the second yep. time around. First time yes. it felt really good. Second time it was a lot harder and it showed on the physique. You know, if you're not, if you're not right. loving what you're yes. doing, your body shows it in other ways, not just, you know, so you have to be in it 100%. Right. You've got to feel you good know, when Carl, you're doing you know, it and do we, it for the right reasons. As well, that, um, we do is the critique judges. Um so they're there sitting there, not to write oh, just yeah. rubbish about you. They're there to help you. And if people, competitors actually, when they get it, look at it and show it to their coach and a good coach, not one that will look for excuses, will go, you know what? Yeah, um, um, yeah, Patricia, you're right. Look, we need to work on shoulders or we need to work on tricep or, or whatever the case is. So we'll write some positive things. Uh, uh, posing as well or uh, nice smile or things like that that 
that are positive, and then we'll write some a couple of points that you need to work on. And every single person that I've spoken to that actually said, you know what, I followed what your critique actually did really well the next show or the show after because they actually listened to it. We don't just do it because I pay my judges here. Judges just do critique for nothing. It's there for a reason, to better you and to, you know, make you into a better competitor. <clears throat> well, of course, Tony. You know, it's an emotional sport, and I don't think anyone likes to be told that, you know, yep. their, their physique wasn't, um, in quotations, good enough. But... You know, if that is you, if you are that kind of person, then you're not in the right sport. You know, you're, you need to be, like I was saying before, you've got to be looking at, regardless of what your emotions are attached to your physique, it has to come from the judges and the people that are on that panel and what they're looking for. So regardless of whether you think you have a good back or a good, good calves or whatever you think, if the judges aren't seeing that and they're going to be the people that are going to be critiquing you and judging you for the years to come, then you have to take that on board regardless of whether you think it's right or wrong or you know, m- m- go somewhere where you feel that, you know, but you wait, will get a better place. And, you know, it's up to you as the competitor to make that decision. Maybe three, four, five years ago, time goes that quick, you forget. I had, we had, it was the overall for the, um, Miss, uh, Mr. Victoria in the bodybuilding. It was these two guys going head to head. I'm telling you, they, they were, it was like someone got a hose. They were sweating that much. Honestly, went for about, oh, I reckon 15, 20 minutes, this, this comparison and the, and the judges couldn't just couldn't couldn't get it couldn't decide between them and they had to do a lat spread one stroked it uh stroked it doesn't make sense is that real, real english i don't know <laughs> one striked it yeah and the other one couldn't <laughs> striked it i guess and that was the difference can you and believe it, it? And I know the other guy personally, oh and his lats are amazing. <laughs> he just couldn't get it right when it came down to, under the pressure. Um, and that's, again, well, the judges can only go, well, geez. You know, and as you know, when you don't strike that um, lat, lat spread, it doesn't look very good. Yep. No, uh, uh, Vicky personally um, gave me a, <laughs> she gave me a hiding she when I very it. first saw her Cow, um, Cow. before my first. <laughs> oh, I remember. I yep. She's looking at she's looking at my shoulder blade and she's like that. Has, you, I don't know what you have to do, but you've got to do something about it. So yeah. I spent the next six months going massages, doing exercises, going to physios, and trying to it work is. it out because. <laughs> Yeah, at the end of the day, well, it is exactly what it is. Right. You know, you um, have to be able to do that, that when you're asked. They were spiking calves. They were doing left, right calves. They were doing left side, right side of tricep, bicep, whatever. They just couldn't separate until it came to that last one. Can you believe it? And he's co- he's all his friends are going, no. Wow. You, you, yeah. you, that would have been quite you know, a show. And again, it's <laughs> training, um, training uh, your your poses and getting them right and that. And lat spread is probably one of the hardest poses to do. Um, oh, incredibly hard. Um, and when Real you're trying too hard especially. is that when you're actually not pushing them out, you're actually pushing them in um, as you learned. And, and that's it. And that's something uh, when I went, I took Carl mm-hmm. to Vicky to, to learn posing and he could, he goes, this is harder than training. My word, and just hitting yep. them right. Yeah. You come and out of there sweating harder than you would not, have you a know, normal session. I'm um, showing your best. So yeah, yeah, and also also trying to have that same sense of uh, flexing at your absolute yes. most without exactly looking right, like yeah. you're struggling. You That's one of the hardest parts. Pretending you it's not killing you, and yeah, uh-huh. and under those lights, it's intense. Um, yeah, but you know what, mate, you, you're making me feel good talking about this. I'm loving it. Absolutely loving it. Look, we've, we've probably it's, spoken for it's an It's a hour, great experience. And we, I reckon we can go for another <laughs> yeah, two, three I can hours see, talking, I, you know, and that's what I was saying about when you love, you know, and I think that's, that's part of, again, of our bodybuilding. Yeah. And I love what we do. And, um, and, and like you as a, as a coach and a competitor, you, you just love the sport. And, um, you know, I think sometimes, and I get really and Patricia goes, you need to relax when people are bagging our sport or, or bagging someone or something that a federation do, something that I don't allow on any of my 
Facebook pages. I don't care what federation, you do not bag any federation. We're all out there trying our hardest and, yeah. and you know, we'll make mistakes. And, you know, I try and learn from my mistakes. And like I said earlier, I always ask competitors and coaches, was there some experience of the whole show? And this is something that uh, I talk about is experience. We want to try and give you the best experience we can. Not, not just, you know, because placings, I can't control that. Um, but everything else of the show from, from entering, from getting information, from being able to contact me direct, as you know, I give my, my personal number to everyone. I want, I, I, cause that's very important for you as a coach that I, that your clients can get yes, onto me do. and answer my question, answer their question straight away, or you even knew for a, a client. And so that's part of uh, having a good experience to the moment they walk through the door and see my beautiful wife, Patricia, yeah. that as you know, Carl greets you with the biggest um, heart, heartwarming smile. Um, that's genuine. That's <laughs> the most important thing is, uh, Carl, I'll tell you, tell you and all your, all your, um, viewers, do you call it viewers? Listeners, listeners, um, is that it's genuine. Yeah. There's listeners, no, yeah. French, there's no BS in, in, in my family. Um, so you walk through the door, mm. you go up to, um, registration, you know, 30 seconds it takes registration. Again, that's a good experience. Um, you know, it's my, my beautiful daughter there, there with either Wayne or, or David or her, her, her husband now, cause they just got married. Um, is there, we give you gifts. Um, and then you go oh, backstage, our, our wonderful backstage marshals that are just smiling and, and are taking the, uh, you know, the carbless competitors and their, you know, their grouchiness and all that to when they come up on stage, Perry, who's a professional, um, MC on there DJing and trying to make them feel really comfortable on stage to my judges that, you know, if you tripped and fell over, we'd all laugh, but it's not going to take any, any, um, a score off you. Um, they have a bit of a laugh too, um, to right to the end. We, that's, that is a good experience and that's what we really want. Yeah. And I have to know. Yeah, and I've got to say from, you know, just a personal experience that I haven't had, you know, in the shows that I've been in, never had an issue. There's been no problems. It's always been a smooth day, um, you know, and it's always been timely, which has always been good, you know. I don't think there's much worse than, you know, especially having your family and friends there and it's running, you know, an hour over time. And, you know, you, you know, from what I've seen so far, it's been pretty yeah. good on that regards, you know, always always yeah. there and always making sure we're well taken care of. Um, what... What is your message to competitors now? Um, what do you want to what tell want to them as far as if they were looking forward to a show? And, no, no, um, what do you want to say? Because, um, yeah, unfortunately, all the gyms are closed and that. But if you've got some gym equipment, please keep training. You know, one thing, I, I, I'm confident. Um, but, again, I don't have control. And that's, that's the hardest thing for us because we can't say, okay, it's 100% guaranteed September is on because I don't have control of that. But I can tell you now, um, I've already contacted the, uh, the venue to say, um, listen, if our shows get moved to October, please find me some dates. If October is not available, I will need some dates for November or even December. So I've got, I've got the ball rolling already um, for all that. I will, we'll do everything in our power to get that show going. And if we feel that a lot of the competitors won't be ready by September because, look, I think this is my gut feeling and something I, I've been speaking to Patricia, I think by first week of June, they'll start to lean, lean off all these restrictions and slowly open up things um, as long as we follow and everyone stays home and doesn't do the, the wrong thing. We'll get there really quickly because Australia, we're very blessed with it. We're an island. This is the most important. Whenever I go overseas, people go, you don't know how lucky you guys are that you're so far away from all the, the stuff that happens around the world. And this is a good, this is a good example of it, that, that we'll keep moving and keep shifting the dates until we think that people have had enough time, say three months to get back into ideal shape that they needed to be in we'll keep doing that and but again we're restricted so i i keep saying just keep training there's no reason why you can't keep training and the earliest we can find find out from the government the earliest we can get out the dates 
Oh. Yeah, that's awesome. And I personally cannot wait to see um, everyone come back in. I know as soon as that date is locked in, um, we're going to have a lot of eager people to show what they've done. And I think it's a good way to, you know, just having that in mind and, you know, always knowing that there is going to be one coming to sort of keep people on track and, I you would. know, not fall Absolutely. too far away so, from your from your end goal. Nah, Tony. Yeah, it has been an Carl, absolute I'm pleasure, always, mate, to have you on. Um, I can't thank you enough no for jumping what, on board. Um, whether it's even just to ask question, uh, probably not talk this long, but because <laughs> I don't want to make it too boring for your listeners. But um, yeah, if, if there's anything and anyone out there that's, <laughs> that is listening, you are more than welcome. This is my, I'll give it to you right now. This is my private number 0402 if you don't, if you miss that, <clears throat> just go to my Facebook, click on, and and it'll, it'll oh. direct you straight to my number. I rather talk to pe- people because sometimes communicating on um, either Facebook or um, or Instagram and that the message isn't getting properly relayed. And just ring me; I'm more than happy to answer any question that you you you've got. In saying that, I want to honestly thank. From Patricia and myself, we want to thank all the essential workers out there, you know, from your ambos to your pol- uh, to police, fire, um, to all the medical staff, everyone that's helping out there because, you know, they've done an amazing job and, and it's not an easy job too. Um, and, you know, I want to say God bless you, Carl, and all your listeners and to protect you. Thank you so much, Tony. And yeah, it doesn't get much more personal oh. than that. I've seen your campaigns for um, your ICN heroes and, you know, taking, um, yeah, taking special uh, recognition of the essential workers that are also competitors. Um, that's been awesome to have a look at well. So um, that's ICN underscore Victoria, if um, anyone has wanted to have a bit of a look at that. Um, and it doesn't get much more personal getting your um, phone number for any sort of inquiries when it comes to bodybuilding and competing and oh. stuff like that will... Um, We'll definitely have to get you back on when there's a bit more of a a clearer date and a clearer uh, perspective on it all. We will be putting out an an email as we, as we find out as well. So to definitely let, um, you know, the thousands of members that we do have. Um, But yeah, Carl, I can't wait for that um, conversation. Good on you, Carl. You're you're welcome, mate. Fantastic. All right, Tony, I will leave it there. Thank you so much for jumping on. All right, you take. Thank you so much for letting me in on your morning walk. It has been an absolute pleasure to get some people on here that want to talk to you about health optimization and staying motivated during times like this. I really want people to stay on track with what they're doing. Don't forget how good fitness and enjoyment and exercise is to your lifestyle and to everything that you do so please keep it as a part of your routine use these podcasts to let them join you and to keep you on track and keep your mind on track if you know anyone that is doing morning walks uh, and is trying to keep their healthy habits on check i would love for you to share this with them please review it tag me in your stories Um, it's all going to be super helpful to me getting some amazing guests to talk to you about everything health fitness nutrition and how to get your best body thank you so much and i'll see you next time